You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. In order to win this one, 31-24. And now uh, we are presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency, seven locations across El Paso from the west side to Fabens. You can contact the Oscar Arieta Agency at 915-400-6000 or go online at oscaradietheagency.com. Join with me to start things off is the voice of the Miners, John Teicher. And uh, this one right here is an emotional loss for a lot of Miner fans, John, because seven straight bowl losses. They were excited because there were moments where you thought they could shatter that 54-game uh, year bowl drought that the Miners have experienced. But uh, it just, you know, the, the plays didn't happen for them in this game, John, unfortunately. Well, and the opportunities, uh, Adrian, were certainly uh, there. Uh, I thought that uh, Fresno State scoring 10 points in the last two minutes of the uh, first half. The Miners with an opportunity in between with a first down at midfield and then three straight incompletions allowing Fresno State enough time to go down and kick a field goal right before the end of the first half. Uh, some wa- wasted opportunities in the uh, in the second half. So again, you know, obviously great strides for a, a UTEP team that, uh, what, the last three years had won five games. So obviously great strides this year. A disappointing end to this season, but great strides uh, taken by the Miners in 2021. Give a lot of credit to Fresno State this year and what they were able to do, uh, achieving the 10-win mark in their, uh, in their season and with their quarterback, Jake Hayner, who's coming back next year, a really strong gunslinger. He had a nice game, and Jordan Mim, the backup running back he has the the, te- the game of his career and so um you know for, for fresno state they earned this one on their end uh for the miners they fought maybe in their hardest you know effort game of the season was mims voted the most outstanding player of the game we had not heard that uh, yes. but he had over 230 uh, total yards a couple of rushing touchdowns a receiving touchdown he was just magnificent i thought he was the best player on the field with Dana Dimmel after the game, you know, I, I really like how he is, is positive looking toward next year. A lot of minors are returning next year, John. Yeah. This team has a lot to build on in 2022. I'll tell you what, Dana and his staff deserve a ton of credit for the way they have developed, evaluated, and recruited, particularly out of the junior college ranks. Uh, you know, junior college recruiting very often is a hit or miss type thing and the miners have done a really good job hitting far more than they have missed over the last uh, few years and uh, when you think of all the, the the junior college talent in particular the miners have particularly on the defensive side of the ball and then so many more kids that they announced uh, earlier this week uh, most of those on the defensive side many of whom have three years of eligibility uh, remaining uh, I think uh, the uh, the uh, the out the, uh, the the future the immediate future for UTEP football is uh, is very very rosy and of course Gavin Hardison was able to start all 13 games this year throw for over 3,200 yards I think he uh, grew up immensely in 2021 and he's got two more years available. In 2004, the Miners play a great game against Colorado. It was a close close yeah. loss. Yeah. Well, how do you compare this one right here? Well, very very similar uh, although the miners had control of that game in the fourth quarter and then colorado scored a couple of times uh, in that fourth quarter to win that game the miners were playing uh, catch up throughout uh, much of the uh, the second half uh, in fact the entire second half today after those 10 points were scored uh, right before halftime but uh, 
yeah, there were some similarities between the two games. And again, uh, just uh, being as close as they were, because let's face it, the first two times the Miners were here, their last two bowl appearances weren't really all that close. They lost to BYU 52-24, to and then Utah State beat them seven years ago here, 21-6, to uh, to six, where the Miners uh, were unable to generate much uh, offensively. UTEP had almost 400 yards of offense today. They had their opportunities, but one of the things that we saw today was UTEP was limited to only 25 minutes of possession time, fewest in a game they've had all year long. It was totally... They pride themselves yeah, on time right, of possession right there, right, John. Right, and they were unable to control the ball on the ground, and as a result, uh, Fresno State was able to control things, uh, run, what, 15 more plays uh, from scrimmage, and that uh, was was critical, I thought, in a seven-point game. CBS4 anchor Lou Romano reported after the game that UTEP Athletic Director Jim Center is working on an extension for head coach Dana Dimmel. Now, we will kind of understand the outcome of this, you know, in the months to come and maybe in the offseason. But for me, John, I do believe that Dana Dimmel deserves that contract extension, no doubt. I think that he's shown that he can revamp a team, revamp a program, and uh, no one is trying to do it like this, where you recruit the junior college players, have them as immediate impact players, and uh, and you, you have success translate onto the field no i agree Uh, dana's got one year left on his original deal and certainly is deserving uh, of an extension for what he's done and again uh, his he and his staff have done an exceptional job of evaluating and of developing what they have and and that's uh, that's key at a program at uh, at utep's level so uh, again seven wins this year the schedule next year is very very challenging but uh, certainly you would think that uh, UTEP football is on the upswing and Dana's uh, very, very deserving of uh, having more time added to his contract. Redshirt sophomore Gavin Hardison throws for 200-plus today, 252, one touchdown, an interception, and a fumble late in the game. Gavin Hardison eclipsed the 3,000-yard passing mark this this year, uh, doing so for the first time in, in program history since 2009 with Trevor Vitito. Um, Gavin Hardison has established continuity at the quarterback position, John, and I feel like that's one of the best things that he provides, but he's also, he, like we saw this year, he wins games for this team. Yeah, he he, uh, he wins games for this team, and he started 20 games now. So UTEP will return a junior quarterback next year with 20 starts under his belt at uh, this level, and that should serve the Miners uh, well next year. Certainly Ronald Awad and Deion Hankins uh, should both uh, return in the backfield in 2021, although Justin Garrett is lost to graduation. Uh, Jacob Cowing will be back. Tyron Smith, uh, we saw him grow not only as a receiver but for the first time today all season long returning kicks and he provided a couple of exciting moments there so looking ahead with tyron smith returning kicks again in 2022 a lot to be excited about uh, for utep fans on the offensive side of the ball john thanks so much for everything you do for utep football utep sports i know we're talking to you right on tuesday for utep basketball as we get ready for the west star bank sun bowl invitational but really appreciate you stopping by to start things off here in minor talks adrian thank you you do a great job as well it's 600 espn el paso and again i want to thank you steve uh, and uh, salvador and all the great friends we have at our flagship 600 espn el paso for all of your hard work and your support and uh, i'm sure you'll have a, a spirited uh, minor talk session coming up oh twitter has shown us that we will definitely have that john a safe travels and thank you so much again all right 
All right, John Teicher, voice of the Miners, here joining us to kick things off here on Miner Talk. We're going to continue things here on Twitter. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter is where you can tweet the show. Also, give us a call, 915-880-5763 as we continue here on Miner Talk. We're going to take our first break of the program. When we come back, we're going to get to some phone calls, some tweets as well. Stay with us. Miner Talk continues, presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency, only on 600 ESPN El Paso. Albuquerque. We're live out here as we wrap things up at the New Mexico Bowl. The Fresno State Bulldogs top the UTEP Miners 31-24. Miners finish off the season 7-4 overall. Our telephone number is 915-880-5763. That's our telephone number to get into the show. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter and 600 ESPN El Paso online. After the game, you could check out the full game recap. You could check out photos from our friend George Salgado, who took some great Great shots today out here at the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. And uh, we will continue here on Minor Talk. You can get in many ways here on the show. Uh, let's go to Twitter before we get to some phone calls um, here on the program. Again, our phone number is 880-5763. That's our telephone number as we continue here on the show. Sooner Sower tweets the show. Great season and a good game. Fought hard to finish as they have all season. Excellent national exposure. Hashtag picks up. Um, I thought it was excellent national exposure. That's a great point right there. I mean, you should have seen it. When Calvin Brownholtz had that trick play, the 51-yard passing touchdown to Trent Thompson, social media exploded. I mean, everybody was talking about that play. You saw um, all the blue check marks in the world uh, tweet that out. You saw Bleacher Report, Sports Illustrated comment on it. I mean, it was just the biggest thing right there. And and I mean, let's talk about that play in, in its full extent because UTEP comes out in a jumbo package. That package, like many of UTEP fans and media members understand, package doesn't work a lot of times. But it was a trick play. You got to give credit to the coaching staff for calling that one because it looked like it was just going to be a run right up the middle on third and one. Calvin Brownholds pops up. He throws that ball to Trent Thompson and they score. And I feel like you know that play. A lot of these other plays that. that caught social media's attention in this game uh, really helped give UTEP some great national exposure. So totally agree with you there, Sooner Sower on social media. Let's go to the phones right now. 915-880-5763 is our telephone number. And welcome on Brandon first on the program. Brandon, good evening. How's everything going, man? What'd you think of this one? Well, I'll tell you, I, I, there are no moral victories. That's all I have to say. I, I this is a game that was obviously extremely winnable. Uh, as we're driving back to Albuquerque, I'm certainly driving back disappointed for a change. And I'm being facetious, obviously, but, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's a matter of this is what the game came down to. Horrible ending to the first half. You, you'll completely oh, yeah. mismanage the clock, and you don't, you're just throwing, throwing, throwing. They deviated away from what was working, which was the ground game. And then they just try to throw it, you know, multiple times. And they're going for gold. They're going for the bomb. They already got lucky. One no call on a pass interference, offensive pass interference in the first half. The second half, they called them on that when he pushed off. But ultimately, it was very poor clock management, giving Fresno State the opportunity to march down the field 
and get that field goal. That was one thing that did the minute. Secondly, their second half play ultimately Hardison, unfortunately, just just crumbled like a clay statue in the fourth quarter. I mean, between the safety and then the fumble after the brilliant fourth down conversion, and I, I was just you know walking away with my head down, thinking this was such a winnable game. They played so well against a very good Mountain West opponent, and again, it, you know, has the program grown tremendously? No doubt. They they were they were relevant this year. They looked good on ESPN. They had some razzle-dazzle shtick plays, which I really love, and they little trickery. You know, it was, a, it was a well-coached game, and then at the end, they were who we thought they were, unfortunately, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it because it doesn't deserve any sugarcoating. You know the way I am, Adrian. I'm pissed off because they lost the game, a game that was very winnable. They had it after a great fourth-down conversion. It took King Kong-sized stones to do that on your side of the field. They get a huge run, and then what happens? Hardison fumbles the ball. Vanilla Garris, my grandpa, would have said the war is over. As we're driving back to you know El Paso, I'm like, you know, a little tear in my eye thinking, wait till next year. But with that being said, look, they made a bowl game. There was there was, you know, some progression there. There's certainly a hell of a lot better than they've been in the past. But eventually, like I said, you've got to be able to win a game like that. Moral victories are completely meaningless. They don't exist. Eventually you've got to be able to steal the deal and play four quarters of strong football. The Iceman has said what he wants to say. Mic drop there by Brandon. I really appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you for calling in on the program and uh, safe travels home to El Paso. A lot of uh, people who made the PUBG New Mexico Bowl uh, are heading back to El Paso this evening. And, uh, yeah, I want to wish Brandon and everybody else traveling back to the 915 safe travels. Uh, I'll I'll touch on something that Brandon said. So he was talking about the fumble by uh, Gavin Hardison on that first down play following that fourth down conversion. So let's Let's walk things back because on third down, UTEP t- decides to take a timeout. Now, remember, UTEP has over five minutes to go in this game at that point, and uh, they, they call that timeout on their end. They go, it's an incomplete pass, and it looked like they were going to go for it on fourth down right away. Well, they end up calling another timeout. So you burn two timeouts. You're basically saying this is the drive right here. This is the drive where we're going to score a touchdown, and uh, they they do not want to give the ball back to Fresno State. So they go for it on fourth down. I thought it was a gutsy call, and uh, they they convert. It was a 24-yard pass to Tyron Smith right down the middle, and it was a great, great job by uh, and conversion by the Miners. And then a fumble on that very next play. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would have done that as far as – you know, calling those two early timeouts, uh, having Hardison go up for it on fourth down uh, in in inside your own territory. I mean, it was a really gutsy call, and that really set up just uh, you know, you know, UTEP had that opportunity. They crossed the fifty, and um, and Hardison ends up fumbling. I don't know. I just I think you have to question some of those calls late in the game by calling those timeouts early on. I think there could have been another way to try to maneuver this one. Maybe even trust your defense to get another three and out like they've been. They had been doing late in the game. Um, I, I understand where he's coming from. Eight eight zero five seven six three. That's our telephone number. As we continue, six hundred ESPN El Paso on Twitter. A couple tweets to get to. Then we'll go back to the phone lines right now. Gersom tweets the show. I want an open quarterback competition. More creative offense. More players involved in the passing game. TaylorMade at TaylorMade nineteen sixty seven tweets the show. I agree with this as well. I hope that they open up the quarterback competition. 
Man, Leo underscore minor fan tweets us, more progress, and I don't mean it in a bad way. We saw some progress in year three, even more in year four. Next expectations are higher than ever before next season. If this year and last year are any indication, I'm looking forward to it. Hashtag picks up, hashtag go minors. Uh, going back to Jersom's tweet real quick. Open quarterback competition, get out of here with that. I, I'm I'm sticking with Gavin Hardison, redshirt sophomore quarterback. This is his first bowl game that he ever played in. And uh, look at the positions that he was put in. I, I just didn't like the play calls at times in this game. And I, I think that, yes, you can question at times his decision-making. But at the same point, Gavin Hardison's really given this offense all he can get. The, the running game was ineffective throughout this whole contest. What else do you want? Um, Gavin Hardison has brought continuity to this quarterback position. He's done it for back-to-back seasons, being the solidified starter for this group. I, I don't know. I, I think that people are too quick to get on top of Gavin Hardison and saying that this should be an open quarterback competition. Get out of here with that stuff. I don't, I don't like that right there. Let's go to Keith, who's joining us next on the phone lines, 8805763. Keith, what's going on? Thanks for calling in here on Minor Talk. Hey, uh, it was a fun game. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a minor fan. I'm from uh, from Winnipeg, Canada. Uh, I got to make this call quick. Wow, uh, calling us all the way from Winnipeg, Keith. Winnipeg, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm playing it. long distance. I, I wish you guys had a one eight hundred number. Um, myself and my buddies would call more. But um, <laughs> I'm just really proud of the team. I'm proud of the fans, man. Like they really brought it today. Uh, and I just I'll make you know I want to make this list one statement. I think. This needs to be a wake-up call for a lot of people. I mean, our basketball program, I really see doing some good things. I think we are, we can make the tournament this year. Our football program has got to take that next step, and I think our administration has got to wake up, and they got to uh, look at, you know, getting to the Mountain West. I mean, I see a lot of Mountain West teams on our future schedule. Uh, I heard Coach talk about it after the game. I think that's, that's our next move, and UTEP football will take that next step. There's no reason why UTEP football can't be competing for, for uh, you know, top 25 uh, rankings every single year. Uh, and the fans, uh, the fans expect that. That's why that you know we haven't done nothing in how long. And see that stadium today. Forever. You know we're yep. at the New Mexico Bowl, right? And I, and we just got to take that next step. And we got to think big. Start thinking bigger. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, great job, Keith. Really appreciate your phone call all the way out there in Winnipeg. We really appreciate that. We'll get to Rob in just a second. More tweets to get to. At nine, stay up. I want a coach that can actually coach. At Miners for Life tweets us, let's start Jacoby Longino. Start Gavin Hardison. Uh, he actually says this, Gavin Hardison lost us the game. Teach this guy how to hang on to the ball and slide. Um, there's a lot of expletives in that tweet, and I couldn't read that fully. So, uh, yeah, I understand there. At Sad UTEP Fan on Twitter tweets us, I want Dana Dimmel fired, but UTEP will be UTEP and extend his contract, and we are in for three more years of this. Yes, he took us to a bowl game, but this dude is going to do no better. Fire this man and get a coach who can build off this run. This coach has reached his peak. Um, I disagree at sad UTEP fan. I, I think that Dana Dimmel has shown that there are other ways to build a program, and this is a way to build it right here with junior college players who have uh, success at this level and, uh, and, and then can do oh, – I'm saying bye to Mondo the Monster Medina. Take care. Oh, he wants to join for just a quick second. Who are we, who are we talking to? That, no, we're not talking to anybody, but I want to read just, you this you just tweet. Read, read me this tweet. Go ahead. Okay, Mondo. I, I'm, I'm reading this one because uh, – 
uh, we we got we got listeners who are already ready to fire Dana Dimble. Okay. He says this. Well, let me just tell you right now that they're giving a, they're they're going negotiations with this contract extension right now. Let no, just, I I saw just, Lou Romano's yeah, the tweet. Big, the big daddy uh, Lou Romano was talking actually dip to uh, Senators. I was getting ready to talk to a uh, coach Dimble. So yeah. Most definitely. Let me hear the tweet. Okay, here's the tweet. This is coming from Sad UTEP fan. And by the way, <laughs> Mondo the Monster Medina, great call this past week. Hey, man, I appreciate that. Basketball. Coming from you, I really appreciate that. You and know. Uh, and I appreciate you for all the work that you've done this year on the sidelines for the well, miners. I appreciate you, and you know it's been it's been fun. You know, I had a great time. Always sad when it comes to an end when you know that this team. You know, let's be real. They they had the opportunity. You know, we talked about it yesterday during Sports Talk that the number you guys asked me, what's the number they can't go past to win this game? That's 28. And what was the score? 31, you know. Exactly. Uh, but it's unfortunate, you know. I mean, it is what it is. You know, uh, I, I think this team still needs to learn how to uh, – step up to the to the moment when it really counts, you know, in the big games. Here's you know, the tweet, but, Mondo. Go ahead, let me hear it. I want Dana Dimmel fired, but UTEP will be UTEP and extend his contract, and we are in for three more years of suck. Yes, he took us to a bowl game, but this dude is going to do no better. Fire this man and get a coach who can build off this run. This coach has reached the peak. Um, I understand he's upset that they didn't win the game. You know, there's obviously a couple of things that Dimmel does that are predictable. You know, like when you have the, uh, you know, you, when you put in bronze holes, you know that they're going to run the ball, you know. And I, I will be the first one to say, like, was that right before halftime or, you know, in the third third quarter where, when they went to it uh, two times in a row, like in the goal line when the ball was in the uh, was like first and goal at the two or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it was two. Yeah, and, and two it was very predictable. Plays. It didn't work. But, you know, he it paid it off. That thing, that thing paid off when, you know, you got the big uh, – 45-yard touchdown on the other end in the fourth quarter. But, you know, I mean, when you think about the situation, the uh, the situation that Coach Dimble came in, you know, people don't realize how bad truly, uh, no, no disrespect, but it is what it is. The way Kugler left it, it was just this this program was in disarray. So y'all don't realize how hard he has worked to uh, put this together, you know. But, I mean, the, you think about what this, 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 this team has done, like, you know, like, Everything he came in saying that you know this year we're going to do this, this year we're going to do that. Now we're going to get a bowl game. Now they got to win the bowl game. Now to see if they can do. Uh, they've they've made tremendous strides, you know. But like I said, they still got to learn how to win the big games. You know, they got to minimize mistakes. You know, woulda, coulda, shoulda. You know, like yeah, that's why that's why uh, the hashtag sad minor. Like I understand, I I feel your pain. Believe me, I feel it as well. You know, because really when you look at it, they they should have won this game. You know, because. We all thought. Well, let's be real. When this game started, and it was, and 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 Fresno State scored like that, like in a minute or not even that, like four plays. We we're like, be, let's be real. Everybody was like, oh man, no, here we go again. We're gonna get blown out. But the Utah comes right back, and they score also. You know, so they hung, they hung in with. Uh, Fresno State, and I think that's why he's. That, I think that's why he's really upset. I think so you too. Know? Yeah, I think so too, right. Mondo. Hey, I really appreciate I love you. it, man. I got to run, bro. Yeah, no problem. Safe travels right. home, Y'all and be uh, safe. great All to right. see you. Good seeing you. All right, Mondo the Monster Medina joining us here on Minor Talk. Let's go to Rob, who's joining us next on the phone lines eight eight zero five seven six three. Rob, thanks so much for tuning in and giving us a call. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going good. I, I really enjoyed the bowl experience. My first uh, bowl experience as a minor fan. Um, and I've been a fan my whole life. It was awesome. But um, wow, as far, yeah. As far as, um, as as far as the short term, uh, I, I agree with uh, one of the tweets that that it falls on Hardison. He threw a pick and had you know just fumbles in the most crucial fumble. And you know I think that's a trend that we've been seeing all year with him and uh, turning it over. I mean he's had double digit turnovers. Um, 
you know, but UTEP hung in there. Their defense played awesome. They made Fresno look human. I don't know if a lot of people know, but they beat UCLA. Um, yes. You know, they almost they almost went to Oregon and won, so it's not like we were playing right. You know, we were playing a really good team, and we, we pushed up to the brink, and we were on our, our game-winning drive, and I felt like if UTEP had scored, they probably would have gone for it, considering how the play calling had gone. You know, it was very aggressive today, and I, and I loved it. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it falls on Arkson. Um, I don't, I don't think that's a hot take, but as far as like where, where they go, you know, where, where I'm at as a, as a fan, I never would imagine that, that they would have, you know, had the seasons that they had and, and been in the games that they have been in. And, um, I think Dana Demo deserves, uh, um, the extension and, and some, and, um, I think that junior college footprint is the way to go. Uh, we got Hardison for two more years. Um, you know, you still got Cowing, the backfield. Uh, we're returning a lot of guys, and I, I like the way it's going. So, you know, yeah, short term, I'm, I'm mad that we blew that game. But, you know, as far as the season that we had, it, it was awesome. And it's, it's definitely overshadowed, uh, you know, their slow start in basketball. But overall, I'm very happy. All right, Rob. Hey, I appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for tuning in. Safe travels home uh, to El Paso as you get out of, out of the city of Albuquerque. Really appreciate your phone call, Rob. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, 880-5763, that's our telephone number as we continue. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter and 600 ESPN El Paso online. I uh, want to also mention that we are presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency. Had, saw a lot of those blue seat cushions that we brought with us here uh, from the 915 to Albuquerque and uh, really appreciate everybody bringing those seat cushions. Really appreciate the Oscar ID at the agency giving us all those seat cushions to give to all the UTEP fans today uh, who made the trip out to the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl here in Albuquerque. Again, Fresno State defeats UTEP 31-24 as we continue here on Minor Talk. A lot of tweets to get to. Let's keep it going. UTEP Zay tweets us. Hopefully Hardison develops over the offseason. He's a good quarterback with all the tools to become a great one. Hopefully Hankins can get the ball more and the secondary takes a step up. All right, I'm going to break this one down for you, UTEP Zay, because, uh, all right, I'm going to level with people. If you want to say that you're holding Gavin Hardison accountable for this loss, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll respect that as your opinion. If you're going to say that this was Dana Dimmel's loss, I'll respect that as your opinion. If you are telling me right now that get, there should be an open quarterback competition, that's where I just throw your, your take out the window for me. Because uh, in my eyes, Gavin Hardison is no doubt the solidified starter for next year. And I think that you know you have to even look at Hardison and say, yes, let's see where he can develop and be better. Let's see him improve in terms of the scrambling game. We never really saw him run the ball much this year. And you know the last play of their offensive game, I mean, uh, of their offensive offense, offensive season was a fumble by Hardison. So, yeah, I understand where where, uh, you're coming from as far as seeing Hardison develop over time. I think he can do that. Remember, he's just a redshirt sophomore. He's got two more years with the Miners, and you can be excited for what's to come in the future from a gunslinger like that. I do hope that Deion Hankins gets the ball more, and I hope that they continue to pound it in the run game. I think that's huge for for, uh, UTEP. So, yeah, I, I agree with you there, UTEP Zay. Patrick Stone tweets the show, UTEP needs to use the transfer portal for a quarterback. Bryce Chauvin tweets the show, new quarterback, new offense, and more run-pass option. Man, I just can't believe that we've got so many 
uh, so many people hammering Gavin Hardison and ready to ready just like that to make a change at the quarterback position. Let's go back to the phone lines right now and welcome on Abe, who's joining us on the show. 915-880-5763. Abe, what's going on? Thanks for giving us a call. Uh, we actually just lost Abe. All right, let's go to uh, Charlie Brown, who's joining us next. Charlie Brown, what's what's the latest? How are you? How's everyone doing? Doing great, Charlie Brown. How about yourself? This was wonderful. Everyone's done a great job, all the staff, all the announcers, all the players, everyone that's part of all this wonderful adventure. We got the minors where we're going forward. How can we be complaining? This is positive. This is I'm great. I'm with you. Yes. Thank you so much for everything. This has been a great season. We can't wait till next year. When do we get Oklahoma? First game of the year next year. And it'll be here? No, it's over there. No, it's in Norman. It'll be in Norman? Yep. Oh, we're going up there. This is going to be fun. We're going to do great up there. We're going to do good okay. So everyone's everyone's happy. We're just It's a heartbreak for today, but that's how you build. You build on you build no, I, mo- most definitely, Charlie Brown. And, hey, I appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for tuning in, and I uh, really Thank appreciate you. you listening to us here yeah. on the show. All right, eight eight zero five seven six three. That's our telephone number as we continue. Six hundred ESPN El Paso on Twitter and online. Six hundred ESPN El Paso dot com. Uh, I think we have Mook. Mook is up next on the show. Mook, what's going on? Thanks Luke. for giving us a call. Hey, it's not Mook. It's Luke, but that's good. Luke, um, I appreciate it. I'm sorry about that, Luke. Luke, have, give us the latest. You know all the all these people that are calling for Demo to be fired and are complaining about, uh, you know, this, that, and the other, and even Hardison, they're crazy. Uh, they have they, – they must be new minor fans because I'm old enough to remember uh, the 0-11 teams, and I'm, I'm old enough to remember the previous bowl games when we go down and play Southern Miss and get crushed or we get crushed by Toledo or get crushed, um, you know, by Boise State. This was the best team we've ever played in a bowl game. In my opinion, and we oh, were the 100%, most hundred yeah. percent agree on that. This, this is the most competitive we've ever been, and our athletes look like we can compete. Our defensive line looks like we can compete. Our linebackers, that number seventeen, and and oh, even our man. even our DBs, they they look they carry themselves like a, a you know a major college program, and um, you know I'm. I get it on, on the play calling. I, I think we need some more, you know, intermediary routes. Uh, it seems like we're just throwing it 20, 30 yards down the field or, uh, you know, or running the ball. I thought we abandoned our running game too early today. Um, I agree. But but I'm thrilled with the team, and I'm thrilled with the coach because, man, we, we stood toe-to-toe with them, and, and, um, and the, the progress that Dimmel has made is – Nothing sort of unbelievable, in my, in my opinion. And I'm very much a skeptic. I, was, I didn't like the hire, and I didn't like his first year, and so, but I'm glad to eat crow today because I really see a lot of progress. I'm with you, Luke. Hey, I appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks so much. If you made the trip out to Albuquerque, have a safe trip home, okay? 
880-5763. That's our telephone number as we continue here on Minor Talk. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter and 600 ESPN El Paso.com. A lot of tweets I got to burn through right now. And uh, I'm not I'm not going to skip over a tweet if I see it on my feed. I will read everything that comes my way. Herman Flores tweets us, For Dana Dimmel to have the team ready from the start every game like today as far as what he wants to see in 2022. Jonathan Byers, who made ESPN today, shout out to JB. This UTEP football team proved me wrong today. This was their best performance of the season. I counted them out, so I couldn't be prouder of this team. Making me believe was the real victory. Good tweet there, Jonathan Byers. Uh, I just want to say this. I can eat crow as well. I thought Fresno State at full strength with quarterback Jake Hayner would uh, pretty much run all over UTEP and pretty much uh, dominate in this game. This was far from that. I mean, Fresno State, like you heard from Dana Dimmel in the postgame show with Voice of the Miners, John Teicher and Mike Pettis, along with Mondo the Monster Medina, you heard from Coach Dimmel that this Fresno State team was at full strength. Yet the Miners played them really well. They were up 17-9 to in this game. Now, Fresno State scored 10 points to close out this, the first half, and that is, you should never allow that. This UTEP defense is so much better than this in, in order to allow something like that. And then, you know, coming out of the first half, uh, uh, into the second half. Well, first off, Fresno State led 19 to 17, and then um, you know going into the second half, they extended their lead. The Bulldogs led 26 to 17. UTEP then had that 51-yard pass from Calvin Brownholtz to Trent Thompson. How many times have I talked with my guy Sal Montes about that jumbo package and how much I hate it? But yeah, they they proved us all wrong. They proved everybody wrong who can't stand that jumbo package and. And uh, they made a 51-yard touchdown out of it. Trent Thompson, the tight end who caught that 51-yarder, it was awesome. Uh, then Fresno State comes marching back. They ki- they kick a field goal, go up 29-24. Bad return on special teams by the Miners led to a safety. It was a loss of 10 first, and uh, yeah, Fresno State went up 31-24. Miners ended up getting the ball back. Uh, then this is what ended up happening. They got a little they got a little desperate on third down, called timeout, then called the timeout on fourth down, but converted it. Hardison uh, is, is then, uh, you know, he, he's hit hard, he fumbles the ball, and that's pretty much it. The Bulldogs ran out the clock after that. Our telephone number, 880-5763. That's our telephone number to get into the program. couple tweets to keep getting to. Ryan Guzman tweets us, Gavin needs to take the next step. He needs to shore some. Uh, he needs to shore some things up and take control of this offense. Sorry, but I don't get the Dimmel hate. You can't build UTEP the same way you build a Texas or a USC. We need under the radar guys and need to find the JUCO game. Dimmel is doing both. Great tweet there by Ryan Guzman. Really appreciate that. If you want to call us, our phone number is 880-5763. Let's go to Joe, who's joining us next. Joe, what's going on? How are you guys doing? Um, yeah, doing fine, I Joe. To say, uh, I just wanted to say, you know, um, uh, I guess I'm signing like a broken record, people have been saying, but, you know, uh, today, uh, short term, it's bad. But at least, you know, we haven't had that, you know, when you're watching TV and as a fan and your ups and downs and yelling at the TV, we had that today. And we lost, I know, but we had it today. We can honestly sit there and say, man, this, man, that. We had an exciting day, and we haven't seen that in a while. 
And long term, it, it's great. The boys did great. We're really proud of you. And it's just, as a fan, you can actually, you know, sit there and, and enjoy, you know, ups and downs. We can criticize everything, but we got a quarterback. We got a team. We got these boys coming back next year. We need to go uh, fill the, the Sun Bowl and show them that we support them. You know, we, we have it. We have it. That's why I'm so happy. We have something we can sit there and really enjoy and talk about. You know, it was a loss, but we, we, can, we can sit there and say we have a team. I'm happy to say that. They did good today. I hear you, man. Hey, great call there, Joe. Appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for tuning in here on the program. 880-5763, that's our telephone number as we continue. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Wait, is this real? We got our guy Sal Montes on the phones right now. I'm so sad that Sal couldn't join us here live for Minor Talk, but I really appreciate him calling us. Uh, you know, we had some tweets yesterday wondering, is Sal being booted off Minor Talk? No, he told us about a month ago. This this uh, this time doesn't work for me. Uh, December 18th is the only date I can't do this bowl game. Guys, I, I can't do it. I have a prior obligation. But he, he is so courteous to give us a call here on Minor Talk as we continue. No one knows this UTEP football team like Sal Montes does. He's been behind the scenes this entire season. Sal, thank you so much for giving us the call uh, here on the show. And Sal, this is a this is a heartbreaker, man. I thought the Miners were going to pull it off. AV, it's always fun listening to you. Of course, working with you. Shout out to Angel doing a great job. But uh, yeah, a heartbreaker today for sure. Um, I, I mean, one thing though that can be said about this team is that everything was left on the field. Um, they, they didn't leave you wondering what if, aside from the fact that uh, there were some turnovers there. But in terms of effort and people questioning this team's aggression, I'm sorry for the noise. I'm doing dishes right now. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're, no worries, man. Effort, <laughs> if you're questioning effort, things like that, um, you, you got to put that to rest. This game was uh, lost on the field in the same way that Fresno had to win it on the field as well. So got to give credit to the team. They did an amazing job. And, um yeah, man, Coach Dimmel coached a heck of a game. How about that? How about that, Sal? How about that? How about that jumbo package, man? How about that <laughs> touchdown? You know what? I think they did that to throw us off in reality. Because they did. They, they, they hated in the regular season. Let's see if they hated in the bowl game. And sure enough, <laughs> we wound up loving it. So I guess it can't do when it mattered the most. But, um, yeah, just in terms of where this game was lost, in my opinion, um, it – it's a number of, of things that kind of added up, but uh, the first one would be uh, the interception with uh, Gavin Hardison. The other one would be allowing those uh, that late field goal in, at the end of the first half. How and much do you like this, that one there, Sal? How much did, you, you point that out every time that happens. How much did you like that one? Oh, man. It's, oh, come on, man. I don't know if this was the UTEP game or if it was uh, the game against Old Dominion. I don't. You you pick your poison. So many times. The game against Rice. Year. The game against FAU Rice. at the half when they're allowing a late touchdown or score. UTSA, but that's not fair because it's UTSA, right? <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, though, they also had a missed field goal, and then of course the uh, the fumble late hurt them. However, Adrian, despite all of that, they still had a chance to to you know get back in the game. You know, Fresno State had to play some solid defense and. As much of a heartbreaker as it is for UTEP, you got to give credit to Fresno State for taking advantage of the opportunity and playing it super safe near the end, just getting those first downs to close it out. So you can see the respect on the side of the Bulldogs. And uh, all in all, it was a good game. And I look forward to what the what the future brings for the Miners, especially with this um, 
with these JUCO guys, man. I mean, Zimmo said he needs about, what, four years or so? Give him four years and you'll start to see the results. Well, I mean, just seven points shy of their first bowl win that's not the Sun Bowl. I, you know, you give there you both. go. I love it, man. Hey, Sal, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate you and all you do for us here on Minor Talk and 600 ESPN El Paso. We'll talk to you Tuesday. We, we got a basketball game in just you know a couple days. It's right around the corner. We got the West Star Bank Sun Bowl Invitational to get ready for with uh, between the Miners and NC Central, man. So really appreciate all you do, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. You got it, A.V. We'll talk to you soon. Angel, good job, and shout-out to Duke Keith doing an amazing job as well. Much love to you guys. Take care. All right, that's Sal Montes, the co-host here on Minor Talk. Really appreciate him giving us a call on the show. A lot of tweets to get to here on Minor Talk, but we're going to take a timeout right now. When we come back, more tweets, more phone calls. Our telephone number is 880-5763. We've got Ed, we've got Ryan Guzman hanging with us here on the phone lines. Stay with us as Minor Talk continues right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. To Minor Talk, Adrian Bratis, along with Angel Munoz, live here from the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. The, uh, the Fresno State Bulldogs defeated the Miners 31-28. If you would like to talk about it, our phone lines are open, 880-5763. That's our telephone number as we continue. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter as well, and 600ESPNElPaso.com, where you can check out the great photos from George Salgado following this game, along with the recap of this one. Uh, we'll get to Twitter real quick, and then we'll go to Ed and Ryan on the on the phones if you would like to give us a call now is the time to do it at 915-880-5763 as we continue uh, up next is paul marmalejo utep is still not up to the task who do we blame now hashtag portal time Ugh, man um jonathan byers tweets us actually it's poncho tweets us coach dana dimmel needs to give up the play calling duty Bad play calling plus bad decisions from quarterback Gavin Hardison cost UTEP points. Only 1-10 on third down won't win any games. Also tweeting us is Lutep Miner. Wow. Miners fought hard until the end. Very happy with their performance. Next year will be we be the best or we'll be better because Dana Dimmel is the best. I don't think that's the the Lutep Miner like we know. Uh, Ryan Guzman tweets us again. Despite the loss, what a fun time. UTEP fans showed up, and a ton of former minor players were in the stands as well, including minor great Trevor Vitito. Kudos to the Alumni Association and the New Mexico Bowl Committee for a great time. Also, extend Dana Dimmel. I love it. Great job there, Ryan. Appreciate that as well. And I want to give a big shout-out to the all the representatives here at the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl for being so accommodating for us. Hey, they're they're hanging out. They're giving me the side eye and looking at me and saying, hey, you're, you're here a couple hours after the game. What are you guys still doing here uh, in the press box? So I appreciate them being accommodating and allowing us to uh, host minor talk here from the press box and uh, keep continue here with phone calls let's go to the phones right now let's keep things moving ed's joining us next here on the phone lines 8805763 that's our telephone number ed what's happening man oh how are ya ed i'm hanging in i'm doing fine how about you oh good good okay 
I want to finish up and throw a little dagger out there. But uh, this was a great season, great game. Demo is awesome. And I want to I want to just say something that a lot that somebody just said something about the portal. Uh, as of today, as of right now, UTEP is one of only five teams in the country who hasn't had a single player go into the portal. Uh, well, I'll stop you there, Minor Eddie Mack. That is incorrect. Uh, Jacoby Longino uh, had entered the portal, and uh, I believe a couple other players entered the portal from the minors. Okay. Well, no one, well, no so like relevant starters, no starters, no no players who are even on the two deep yet. But uh, I just wanted to stop you there. Okay, good, good point. Uh, great game. I I think that everything's going good. Everything's on track. Uh, what do I want from Gavin? Uh, the interception hurt us because there was a player wide open 10 yards in front of him, and that hurt us because we we had gotten that touchdown and gotten that momentum right there. We would have actually been up by two scores. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, I figured that he would probably at least have one turnover in this game and we could still win the game. Um, but overall, I've been happy with everything that's going on this season. I'm very happy. Now, I did want to say something about the attendance. I think El Paso did great. I think that we probably could have had maybe two or 3,000 more fans. But overall, I think we really did good. However, I don't feel, and maybe the perception from Albuquerque and surrounding communities was that this wasn't going to be a good game because I don't feel like Albuquerque really came out and filled up the stadium the way we fill up the Sun Bowl. Now, I'm, I'm, know, with I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that, I'm, Eddie. Uh, I'm not, I know going. we're not talking about the same level of teams here at this point. I mean, you, you I get can't your compare. Point. You know what I mean? But I, I, still think, I still think that Albuquerque should have had more fans out there. Uh, and they, their, their bowl committee did a great job with UTEP. I want you to know that. Anyhow. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, Ed, A, I appreciate the phone call. Are you driving home tonight as well? Yeah, I'm on my way uh, to Truth or Consequences to soak. Oh, man, I hear you. Well, hey, Ed, uh, safe travels. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks for the support, and we'll talk to you soon, Ed. Thanks again. All right, let's keep it moving. We got Ryan who's joining us next, 8805763. Ryan, what's going on? Ryan, are you there? I believe we may have just lost Ryan, but that was okay. on me, though. Okay, we lost Ryan as well. Uh, let's take, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Minor Talk, brought to you by the Oscar Audi at the Agency, right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. Streaming worldwide through the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. 600 ESPN El Paso is KROD El Paso, a Town Square media station. Our phone number is 8805763 as we continue here on Minor Talk 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter 600espnelpaso.com. More tweets to get to. Let's go to Leo underscore Minor Fan. Couldn't you say it's the same about Mike Price and had a name though? Unless UTEP can grab another guy with a name in the transfer portal, I'm not saying that they can't, but it would be difficult. UTEP has to be built a different way, I believe. Um, interesting right there. Also tweeting the 
show is Reagan Stevenson. So proud of the UTEP fans. Was outstanding atmosphere. And you know what? It should and will be better. Time is now for UTEP football to take the next step. King Eric tweets us, Say whatever you want about Dana Dimmel, but he has to go. This 1980s-style offense is terrible. I mean, doing a quarterback sneak on first and goal at the three? Like, what is that? I don't care what anyone has to say. Dana Dimmel needs to go as of yesterday. Michael Cuviello tweets us, Great end of the season by playing tough, but now it is on to next year. And still a lot to prove. The players deserve all the accolades. All the other three Conference USA teams have won their bowls, so overall, Conference USA is now 3-1. and one. UAB, huge victory over BYU. Hey, good point there, Mike. Hey, uh, Conference USA showing up in the bowl games right now. Love it. Um, Poncho tweets us, Dana Dimmel is not a bad head coach. He can recruit. He just can't call plays. He should leave that to the offensive coordinator. Good point. I like that, Poncho. Good job there. Also tweeting us is uh, Mike, who followed it up. Western Kentucky now has the NCAA all-time single-season passing yardage and touchdown record leader in Bailey Zappi. 5,967 yards and 62 touchdowns in 14 games. Wow. Great, great stuff there, Mike. And uh, very true with Bailey Zappi. That's some. That's someone that minor fans know very well. I mean, Bailey Zappi was somebody who came to the uh, came to the Sun Bowl, took on the minors in a Houston Baptist uniform. He was an FCS quarterback, transferred over to Western Kentucky, and now he's on his way to being in the NFL draft. I love that right there. Let's go to the phones right now and welcome on Milkman, who's joining us on the phone lines. Milkman, welcome aboard. Thanks for the call. How's it going? Hey, what's going on, guys? <clears throat> I'm a little hoarse from yelling at the game. I was I was up here in Albuquerque, and to be honest with you, I wasn't even planning on calling in because I have a dinner to go to. Um, but I got to tell you, I, I'm I cannot believe that we have people talking about firing Dana Dimmel and you know ragging on on Hardison like my I God, know. What more, I can't what believe more it, man. I want? can't believe like, it. This is absolutely infuriating to me. Like after suffering for the last few seasons, what we saw, and it is clear, it's clear to me that what Dana Demel is doing, he has built the program. My God, we got to come up and see our team almost win in a bowl game, which hasn't happened for ni- since 1957. This is ridiculous. Like, I cannot believe that we have idiots who are saying stuff like that. Let me tell you guys something. Everybody in Minor Nation, this team is so young. Do you realize that they went to a bowl game? They're this young. we still got – I mean, we've got Cowing, who's a sophomore. Well, uh, we've got uh, Hardison, who's a sophomore. All these, all these good players who are so young. My God, how can how can the future not look bright? Look at what we did this year. Look at what happened. We got to come up and see our team almost win in a bowl game. My God, shut the hell up, all the haters. It doesn't even make any sense. If you had a good argument, that would make sense. But my God, look what happened this year. Gee. Milkman, I don't get it either, man. Uh, I I saw the tweets pouring in after the game, and I was like, man, I, I just I, I'm shocked because it, you say a couple years, but I I say more than just a couple years, Milkman, because you look at just the quarterback turnover that you've seen with this program, and now you have a quarterback who goes into the off season and clearly gets better because he's winning games. Uh, like John, voice of the miners, John Teicher joined us and mentioned that he now has 20 starts under his belt. 
Imagine a guy who's going to be a junior with two years of eligibility already having 20 starts under his belt and what that can do in terms of confidence for for the years to come. I I just think people are delusional, and people, you know, at the same time have high expectations for this program, and I think at times it's unwarranted because two years ago this was a team that just won one game. Three years ago they won one game, and four years ago they were winless. And so uh, turning things around and having a winning season, that's that's the headline of this one. That's exactly right. I mean, keep your expectations realistic, but I gotta tell you, my expectations are gonna be very high next year, especially after seeing what I witnessed this year. My expectations are gonna be high next year. And I I you know, sure. I don't understand people being disappointed if, if if you know it doesn't work out next year. But my God, how can you be disappointed with this year? Holy cow, like it it blows me away that we've got idiots talking like that. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what planet they're living on or how long they've been minor fans, but they clearly have. I, I've been a minor fan for, like, 40 years. So, like, I mean, my God. <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you smoking, folks? Jeez. I hear you, Milkman. Hey, get to that dinner. I appreciate you uh, taking right. a quick detour over to us, man, and, uh, and joining us here on the phone lines. Great points, and I appreciate you joining us. Eight eight zero. Take care, guys. Take care, man. 880-5763. That's our telephone number as we continue. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter and 600 ESPN El Paso.com. We've got phone lines available. If you've been trying to get into the show, now is the time to do it. Uh, we've got a lot of tweets to still get to on the show. Eric Fournier tweets us, please tell Charlie Brown to lay off the eggnog. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh, Poncho tweets us, Bad play calling at the end of the first half costs UTEP points. Quarterback Gavin Hardison is average at best. His bad decisions and poor play calling lost the game. Coach Dimble needs to fire himself as a play caller. Uh, Jonathan Byers tweets us, Dana Dimble is not very good at time management and doesn't evaluate his strengths and weaknesses as a coach which is why he will never give up his offensive play calling responsibility. That's part of being a good head coach. Uh, other one to get another tweet to get to here is Big Lou. Some of these tweets are mean. The minors play hard and are great student athletes. Hi minors. Hashtag minor talk. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, yeah, some of these tweets are really harsh after this team finished off the season seven and six, and I get it. I mean, people are rolling their eyes and, and shrugging this off thinking, gosh, you're you're happy with mediocrity. You're happy happy with a, a average season at best, but look at where this program has been. It's, it was a dormant program. It was a program that was left in shambles just four years ago in a winless season, and, you know, after that, they just have one win. Then another season with one win, and I'm, I'm I'm going to level with everybody who says it was a soft schedule. Well, yeah, it was a soft schedule, but you can look back on some of those unsuccessful seasons and argue that those uh, schedules were pretty soft too. So UTEP did something they haven't done in a while, which is win those winnable games. Actually beat the opponents that they're supposed to defeat. And I get it. The teams that they beat this year didn't have the great the best record at all I mean Old Dominion was UTEP's best win when it was all said and done and they finished the season six and six but you know what 
most people, all, all, all people wanted to see was a winning season. And by definition, 7-6 and six is a winning season, and it sets up for a very, very, very interesting 2022 season. And I'm going to hold this team accountable. I hold them to a new standard now in 2022. I don't care what kind of schedule they have that year. Be it hard, be it challenging, be it easy. I don't care. I'm holding them to a higher standard. I'm, gonna, I'm going to expect that this program could take the next step and win a bowl game and win more games than just seven wins. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines right now. Let's welcome on Hunter, our friend of the program, 880-5763, telephone number to get in on the show. Hunter, welcome aboard. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Hanging in, Hunter, out here in Albuquerque. Beautiful weather, beautiful uh, stadium out here at University Stadium. How about you? Can't complain. I might break up a little. I'm on the road, but uh, I shouldn't. you shouldn't lose me. But I'll start with the good, man. You know, uh, they really competed a lot better than I thought they would. I know you've said the same thing. You know, everybody thought Fresno, and me included, far superior conference, far superior team, and they were right with them. So that's very promising where they can be. Okay, okay, give me the bad. Well, the, the bad is, like, like some of your points and then, like, this last caller of not understanding where people are coming from. So I'm kind of torn between it because the team's been so bad that any time you finish with a winning season, it's hard to You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I, I hear you. A much improved team. And they're a competitive team. They're a fiery team. Uh, you know, they, they can go out there and compete. Cool that we're in the same, we're on the same level. You know what I mean? They yeah, went from being I hear a you. doormat. They went from being a complete doormat, which is the athletic department's pro- fault. You know, it's, it's, it's still as an athletic department, it's their fault they were so low. And now they're no longer a doormat. They're uh, competitive. There's no doubt anybody, nobody can say that there hadn't been improvement in this program. It's, Leaps and bounds better than where it was two years ago. Uh, now, now with you know, where do people get off on saying that? Where they get off on saying that is they still have yet to beat a, a winning team. They have not beat a team with a winning record. Uh, where they get off on saying that is they lost five out of the last six games this season. I don't know if you've mentioned right. that. Yep. And where they get yep. off on saying that is you got programs like UTSA that make a commitment to it and go from being at the same level as UTEP three years ago to where they're at now. You got a team in Jackson State that hires a new coach, and two years later they got the top 25 recruiting class, and they're at the top of their league. So people see other teams being able to lift themselves up and have success while we've been waiting 10 or 15 years. So that's where the frustration comes from. You know, it's it's not like it's unfounded. Oh, I think we we may have lost. Uh... I think we may have lost Hunter there. Uh, we'll 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 pause a little bit. I'll I'll react to what Hunter said right there, uh, and then we'll try to get him back on. I think he's he's on the road driving away from Albuquerque. Uh, I think Hunter made some interesting points right there. I'll push back and say. I think if you're always going to play the compare and contrast game, if you're always going to try to compare UTEP with other programs like UTSA, Jackson State, what, whatever, you, you just want to play the compare and contrast game, UTEP's going to lose most of those battles. And that's not a good thing at all. And that, that's um, a reflection of where this program is, not just in football, but in other sports, just in the athletics department. Uh, I will say this. You, you put aside 
years before 2021. And I think if you just look at 2021 and beyond, you have to feel good about where this department is going. Now, I, if you're looking back or if you're even looking at this year and, and not satisfied with it, I understand. But this is a building block. Now, if you want to hold this team accountable next year and they don't live up to those standards, then we're back to square one, right? But this is a building block. This is a stepping stone. And if UTEP was to make any sort of improvements, this is the this is the kind of improvements that they can make. Let's see if we can get Hunter back on the phones. Hunter, you still there? Actually, uh, Hunter was glitching. Uh, that that uh, repeating noise that was going on, it was just droning on and on and on. So I okay, had to drop got him. you. No yeah. worries, no worries. I, I appreciate Hunter's phone call, and uh, thanks for thanks for weighing in, and uh, safe trip back home to El Paso. Uh, more tweets to get to on the show. I understand where, where Hunter's coming from, though. He's, he's one of those minor fans who's just not satisfied with where this program is, and I get it, because if you compare it to UTSA, I think a lot of fans, especially those who've watched UTEP sports for years and years and years, they realize that uh, UTSA should not be eclipsing UTEP when it comes to athletics. UTSA was uh, a program that was, I mean, basically an FBS program just a decade ago and uh, has already risen to the ranks where they are right now. And I, I know that that's frustrating for UTEP fans. But when you're playing the comparison game, uh, you're going to lose that game most of the time if you're a UTEP fan. Let's go back to Twitter real quick. It's uh, Leo underscore minor fan who tweets us, Josh Caldwell just posted on his Twitter that he's transferring. Hashtag minor talk. Uh, I, did, I dug into this one real quick, Leo, and I just found out it's not he's transferring. Josh Caldwell is not transferring away from this program. He just declared on his own social media that, uh, that he will be actually uh, entering the NFL draft, and he wants to pursue the NFL draft. So I hear that. I, I totally understand where uh, cornerback Josh Caldwell is coming from when he uh, posts something like that. And he, he just had uh, one year of eligibility based on a COVID year, so I'm sure he wants to just test the waters, see what he could do, and try to get a professional contract. And, uh, hey, if that's what Josh Caldwell wants, all the power to him. I appreciate uh, Leo text, or tweeting us and letting me know uh, that one right there. Herman Flores tweets us, They played better than I expected from a Dimmel team and against a very good Mountain West team. Had a chance to tie or win until the fumble at the end. Devious tweets the show, This was my first bowl game with UTEP. We didn't get the win, by him, but I am so happy with the tremendous progress. Um, I would say this. I will say uh, that I think the minor fan base is very split. There are some who are satisfied, and there are some who are very positive about this bowl game. They, they think that there's a lot to build on when it comes to this UTEP football team and what this program could do for years to come. But on the other end, there are a lot of very negative fans, and maybe even just partially negative fans, who are just disappointed and say, hey, there are no moral victories. You can't just come out of this one without a win and call it a success. You can't call a 7-7 six uh, win season as success when the the quality of opponents they actually beat were not good at all so I get it there there are two opposite viewpoints on this UTEP football program right now and I think it's going to carry all over the offseason until we get ready for next season I think those naysayers those people who are disappointed or on the other end those people who are extra positive we won't know what all this means until next year because what this year really did is set up for next year it's it's uh, set it up either way it's either UTEP can rise to these high expectations that will be placed on them or they could 
falter under these higher expectations under them, and then it's back to square one. Back to Twitter. Ryan Guzman tweets us, Sorry, my call got dropped. Anyway, great job this season, Adrian, and the rest of 600. Uh, that was from Ryan Guzman. Uh, the Guru tweets us, Like I said on signing day, Jackson State has Coach Prime as a head coach with a coaching staff of former NFL players and NFL coaches and unlimited resources. I know for a fact Coach Prime has more resources than any Group of Five program and most Power Five programs. It's a new day. You have to have resources. Good point there. I, I really like that point a lot. Um, also tweeting the show, uh, also again, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter, is Alexa D at Westside915. The best part of today's game was the fans. El Paso showed up in Albuquerque. Hashtag minor talk. Todd Keeling tweets us, you see all these kids putting up the money to get, a, uh, to get successful and putting big-name coaches what can possibly be stopping UTEP to do that as well? Hashtag minor talk. This new wave when hiring coaches. Interesting point, Todd. I, I've seen a lot of money being poured left and right, but UTEP still needs that money on their athletic department side. I think that the way that you solve that is you donate, you support, and you, you show out for these games and continue to help out the department in that aspect. Our telephone number is 880-5763. That's our telephone number as we continue here on Minor Talk. We're going to take another timeout. More, more coming up, including more tweets and more phone calls as we continue here on Minor Talk. We're presented by the Oscar Audi at the Agency. Only on 600 ESPN El Paso. We are live out here in Albuquerque at the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. Adrian Bratis, Angel Munoz back in El Paso producing the show, taking your calls, screening the calls, and uh, joining us here on Minor Talk as we continue. Our telephone number, if you have been waiting to get in on the show, this is the time to do it. 880-5763. That's our telephone number. We've heard a lot from negative fans today. Uh, I, I We haven't heard too much positivity over the phones. We've heard that more on social Social media, and uh, if you'd like to do it, now is the time to give us a call at eight eight zero five seven six three at league underscore pass tweets the show. Number one, we need a depend one to two dependable wide receivers next year. We need a kicker. Carrington Mitchell, Tyson Wilson, Tory Richardson will be exciting to see in the secondary defense next year and need a quarterback one to two. That's what League Pass says. I'll, I'll break this down. So one to two dependable wide receivers. Well. I understand where you're coming from as far as maybe not seeing too much from uh, the receiving game in this one. However, you look at how they blanketed Jacob Cowing. You look at how uh, New uh, Fresno State really locked in on him. That That's no fault of him. I, I thought he did all he could in this game. And uh, I, I feel like UTEP will get another dependable wide receiver, and they have to because they have to replace Justin Garrett, who's graduating. So um, by default, I'm with you on that. They need a kicker. Eh. I think it's tough for Gavin Beckley to make 52-yarders. I'll disagree there. I think he's been reliable when it comes to anything inside 45, and then outside of 45, it's been difficult for Gavin Beckley, but maybe that's where he makes the next step. 
Carrington Mitchell, Tyson Wilson, Torrey Richardson, exciting to see in the secondary next year. I agree completely. I mean, I love Tyson Wilson. He's been one of my favorites to watch. Torrey Richardson had a great game today, so I appreciate that as well. And and then he says, need one to two quarterbacks. Uh, no, I, I think, well, it depends. If you if you really want a solidified backup quarterback next year, sure. It, because Calvin, Calvin Brownholtz is not like a, ba- a traditional backup quarterback. Like if you had to ask Calvin to throw, you know, 20 pass attempts a game, I think that's going to be where he struggles. That If you want a passing quarterback to be behind Gavin Hardison, sure, I'll, I'll level with you there. But if you're talking to me about quarterback competition, I'm not there. I, I think you run it back with Hardison next year. You hold him accountable to win these closer games that they lost this year against better quality opponents. You hold him accountable to that, and if he doesn't do that next year, then maybe you look at, at getting somebody else uh, down the line. But, hey, it doesn't hurt to always have a backup and always have somebody who can help out as well. Julian Segura tweets the show. Man, minor talk is going crazy tonight. For the disappointed fans, zoom out and look at the trajectory of the program. From For the first time in a long time, we are heading into a new season with winning expectations. Wow. I think Julian said it right there. I think, I think we can kind of end it right there. I mean, going into an offseason with winning expectations. That changes everything. That changes everybody's perspective. It changes how we cover this program. It changes changes the anticipation from the fans about next season. And we've said it. UTEP has a tough season next year to look ahead. I mean, you look at their schedule for next year. They start off at Oklahoma in Norman. That's going to be a really tough game to start things off. Talk about one of the best programs, if not the best program out of the Big 12. And they'll have them first next year uh, to start off the season. And that's, again, Brett Venables, who will be the head coach for um, uh, for Oklahoma. And it's funny because I, I was talking to Voice of the Miners, John Teicher, yesterday. Interestingly enough, the first game of former OU head coach Lincoln Riley was against UTEP. Now the first First game for Brent Venables uh, uh, will be against UTEP. How funny is that? And also after OU, UTEP will have to then take on New Mexico State at New Mexico. So maybe you could chalk those two as as expected wins for the Miners. And then they host Boise State. Jim Center, director of athletics for the Miners, joined us on Sports Talk yesterday and talked about the expectation to win in that game against Boise State, to compete at a higher level, and to throw away this year's game against Boise State and the loss that they suffered, and to go into that one expecting to win. I'm with him. I think you have to look at that game and look at the Miners and say, UTEP has to look at these games next year. I understand they'll be difficult, but they have to look at them as, hey, we're going into this one to win it. We don't care about moral victories. We don't care about that kind of stuff. That was for 2021. In 2022, the expectations have to be higher. More tweets to get to today. Oh, man. Mike Saucedo says, oh, no, we suck again. Man, people are just – they've been ruthless tonight. Um, Also tweeting us is Joe Chacon, our guy. Totally skipped out on minor talk. 
Feel like the forgotten child. Where's the love? Hashtag probably should pick up the phone and call in. Uh, this is this is Joe Chacon's first tweet. Congratulations to all the young men that played today. It's truly an honor to be playing a game this late in the season. These seniors earned it. The next few years aren't nearly as grim as prior years have been. Hashtag Coach Dimmel hang around a few more years. Hashtag reppin' from Cali now. It's coming from our friend Joe Chacon on the show. Next up, it's uh, Leo underscore Minor Fan tweets us, Fired Up Fan is on right now. It's at Minor Talk. And then he also says, Winning Expectations by Julian. I like it. Uh, Eddie Morelos, the mayor of Las Cruces, tweets us, Much love to Adrian and Sal for bringing us another great season of Minor Talk, my favorite post-game radio show. Gavin will get better at the quarterback position, and I can see the Miners continuing to grow. Good stuff there, Eddie. I appreciate you always joining us and tuning in here on the show as well. Uh, let's get to the phones right now. We got Abe back on the lines, 880-5763. That's our telephone number. If you would like to duck in a late call, now is the time to do it. Abe, good evening. How's everything going? Good evening. Just want to congratulate the Miners on a great season. Uh, I know all the negative tweets and stuff that are coming in, but it's like Fresno State. They beat UCLA. They hung in there with Oregon. Very proud of our Miners and can't wait for next year. Good job with John Teicher and you guys doing the Miner Talk Show and look forward to catching up again on next season. Go Miners. Hey, before Abe, you're, you're real positive coming in right now. Before we let you go, what what's the negativity? I don't get it. I, I just don't understand. I, well, I, I understand why, but it's it's shocking to me because I thought we would get a more positive uh, response from, from the fans tonight. Obviously, like it was said by other callers, that I, I guess it's a, it's a much younger fan base that's calling in and, and making these such negative uh, thoughts because uh, they don't, I guess the, they don't remember the years when I grew up watching the Miners in the 80s where we could be sitting – uh, uh, my dad would be sitting on the east side of the stadium and I would be on the west side and we could actually communicate with one another uh, during the game. It was that, that empty. Uh, things are not where we want them to be, but I certainly hope uh, uh, th- this will be a build-on year. And, 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 li- and like the last caller had said, things are not as grim going into next year. And again, I would just want to congratulate our UTEP miners on a great season. Great job, Abe. Well said, and thanks for the phone call. Appreciate the support. Uh, let's continue here on the phone lines, 880-5763. That's our telephone number. If you would like to weigh in, now is the time to do it as we're approaching uh, the 17-minute mark here at, uh, at uh, in the 6 o'clock hour. Tony is joining us next on the phone lines. Tony, good evening. How's everything going? Hey, Adrian. Good. Doing well. First things, hey, man, you do an awesome job. You and self. Thank you, and, Tony. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. The, um, I'm the old man, kind of like one of your callers, Orly. I'm the, but I never call much anymore. But, hey, listen, I remember sitting in the 80s. I think you went to play Florida or Georgia. I don't recall now. But it was like 64 to 3. But we were used to that, you know. And... um the years went by and, and, and nothing, you know, we were just, YouTube's going to lose really ugly. Uh, today, it, 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 I'm so happy. And um, I don't know if the, the people that are calling that are negative about what the, the outcome of the game, 
But man, you just, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how well they played. And uh, kudos to the minors. And, and uh, I hope they do very well next year. I think we're going we're gonna to go to another bowl game. That's <laughs> what I think. Oh, yeah. You have to hold them to that standard, Tony. And, hey, I appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you for weighing in, and thanks for supporting us here on the show. Uh, have a good evening tonight. Uh, our telephone number, 915-880-5763, as we continue here on Minor Talk. Joe Chacon with a tweet to us. Let's play devil's advocate. What happens if that illegal pick play was called or if that offensive pass interference against Justin Garrett wasn't called? Would this game have had a different outcome? Both of those plays killed a lot of momentum that they were building. Joe, I'm with you. I think that you could look at, you can pick any of those plays. You can pick the pick play. You can pick the offensive pass interference penalty against Justin Garrett. You can pick the Hardison fumble late in the game. You could pick the fourth down conversion by the Miners to Tyron Smith for 24 yards. You could pick the 51 yard touchdown pass to Trent Thompson. You could pick a lot of these plays and say, what, what if things changed differently? And I think that's what we've seen a lot from this UTEP football team is we've seen in the past just these plays and just not making enough of the plays at the at the end of it in order to win and I think that's what separates UTEP um, from being a you know eight and four team from being a 10 win team from being a team that can win a conference title and where they are right now which is a seven and six team that's that's what separates UTEP right there is making those plays when it counts and closing out games in order to win uh, Fresno State's a 10 win team let's remind everybody about that I love the callers who mentioned how Fresno State beat UCLA well how about Fresno State also nearly beating then ranked uh, in the top 10, Oregon. And they, they took them to the wire. They lost 31-24 like the Miners today. And Fresno State actually killed San Diego State this year. So you look at this Bulldogs group, I mean, they, they were killing a lot of these groups. The only team they pretty much lost to, you look at that upset loss against Hawaii this year, you look at uh, the, their loss against uh, Boise State this year, those, those are some losses that you can look at this season. But uh, a 10-2 and Fresno State team, that's a really good team right there. And I know they didn't have their head coach in this one, but still, I mean, this is a team that uh, that is a really talented group and one of the best in the Mountain West. Let's keep it moving. Let's go on Twitter. Uh, our number... 915-880-5763 we continue. 600 ESPN El Paso on social media. Lugal tweets us. Thank you, Sal and Adrian, for doing a great job on Minor Talk this year in football. Looking forward to the basketball shows. Edward Martinez tweets us. So proud of our minors. Yes, a tough loss, but great game and season. Head coach Dana Dimmel is building something special here in the Sun City. Quarterback is only going to get better. Great call. Go Miners. Um, also tweeting us is... Joe Chacon, are you expecting them to win a conference championship next year? Back-to-back plus 500 years is where you start. You need to capitalize on it, and yes, going bowling means ton to these young men, some of who can make it to four if UTEP stays on the right track. Good point as far as maybe the freshmen experiencing more than just, you know, 
one, two, or three bowl games. Maybe they can experience four if they, if UTEP becomes a winning program year after year. Tristan Pence, who's always money on Twitter, tweets us, with regards to today's game, the final minutes of the first half and turnovers were the difference. Next season, UTEP has to finish halves stronger and find a way to force more turnovers on defense. All things being considered, this was a great season for UTEP football. Hashtag minor talk. Also tweeting the show on 600 ESPN El Paso. That is 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. And our phone number, 8805763. That's our telephone number as we continue. Also tweeting us is Big Lou. Miners fought to the end. Very happy with their performance. Next year we will be better because of Dana Dimmel. Um, let's let's uh, go ahead and do this. Let's take a timeout right now. When we come back, we're going to hand out some awards. We're going to close out the show with some final phone calls and tweets. If you'd like to get in, now is the time to do it. 915-880-5763 as we continue. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter and 600 ESPN El Paso.com following this game as you can check out the recaps and things like that. You're listening to Minor Talk brought to you by the Oscar Arieta Agency right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, welcome back to Minor Talk. I'm Adrian Bratis. Angel Munoz back in our Loop and Go studios producing the show. Really appreciate Angel. Uh, quick programming note, we'll be back in action Monday at Border City Alehouse for Sports Talk Live ahead of Monday Night Football between the Vikings and the Bears. Also want to mention that Tuesday, we'll be back in action for Minor Talk. UTEP men's basketball takes on NC Central in the first game of the West Star Bank Don Haskins Sun Bowl Invitational, and that'll tip off at 7 o'clock with us on 600 ESPN El Paso, Voice of the Miners, John Teicher, and Steve Yellen joining us at 6.30 to get everybody ready for this big game and the big tournament. Following that game, uh, UTEP will take on either the winner or loser of Bradley and Sam Houston State on Wednesday. So we got a busy week next week as well. And then all of that leads up to uh, the following week when we've got Conference USA play getting underway. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it, but Conference USA play gets underway next uh, in two weeks from now. The Miners men's basketball team takes on UAB Thursday, December 30th. Then we've got the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl on the 31st between Miami and Washington State. And then on the 1st, UTEP takes on uh, Middle Tennessee, and that one for some men's hoop action. As far as the women's basketball team, they take on New Mexico. So a lot of minor fans have already told me today that they will be sticking around here in Albuquerque for tomorrow's game. They'll watch the women's basketball team take on the Lobos here at the pit. Uh, great, great opportunity for the Miners to continue on their successful season under head coach Kevin Baker and uh, their stud squad. So I, I'm really interested to hear how the rest of this, uh, you know, the rest of this women's basketball team uh, goes uh, as they close out non-conference play and get ready for conference USA play. I think you can have a lot of high expectations warranted 
for this women's basketball team because of all the success they've had. So big shout-out to them and want to mention that. Uh, if you are planning to hang out here in Albuquerque, consider staying one extra day watching the women's basketball team tomorrow. Tip-off is set for 6 o'clock. Monitor the Monster Medina will have the coverage for us on 600 ESPN El Paso. Let's go to the phones right now. Our telephone number, 880-5763. That's our telephone number if you would like to get in. Let's go to Patricia, who's joining us on the phone lines. Patricia, what's going on? Hey, go miners! Go miners! Let's go! Let's go! Yeah. What do you What do you think of this one? I thought they played great, and uh, leading up to uh, the bowl game, I think they. I know they've been doing a tremendous job. You've got a strong team this year, and I can't wait for next year. And I uh, just wanted to give a call out to Coach Dimmel, the team, and and Coach Nate Paws and his Christmas puppies. I love it. I love it. Hey, Patricia, really appreciate the phone call. Thank you for weighing in. Did you did you make the trip out to Albuquerque? No, not this time. But if you we have another bowl game, which I predict we will, I will make plans. Perfect. All right, Patricia, so all appreciate your phone call. <laughs> all right, that's right. Hey, I appreciate your phone call, Patricia. Thanks for weighing in here on the show. Uh, let's continue. Let's go back to Twitter. At 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter, Bill Hegeman tweets the show, We're proud of our minors. These kids never gave up, won a couple more games than anyone expected. Bright future, especially with the young quarterback, running back, and leading receiver. Sign me up for an even better 2022. Uh, also, let's uh, let's go back to Twitter real quick. Again, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm just getting a lot of tweets from Jonathan Byers. That's what's uh, stumping me a little bit here. But he's, he's having some discussions with other listeners. Um, who are tweeting us here on Minor Talk as well. Uh, one other tweet to get to from Tristan Pence on the show. The Miners had a fantastic group of players returning in 2022. El Paso now needs to support this program with better attendance numbers. There should not be a single football home game next season with under 20,000 fans in attendance. Picks up, go Miners, hashtag Minor Talk. Uh, that 8805763 that's our telephone number at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter appreciate uh, uh you know friends of the program and my fiance uh her sister Annie listening in also uh her mom Miss Donnelly tweeting the show as well so really appreciate them listening in as well my family back in the 915 you know if if they want today i i, I would have just thought about my dad i mean my dad's 54 years old has never watched has has never witnessed a UTEP football bowl win, uh, and I was thinking, man, you know they could actually win one. And my pops isn't even here. I mean, he he's got he's got to be in in the in the stadium to witness something like this. So maybe next year, maybe the maybe next year in 2022 is a year UTEP snaps that 54 year bowl drought without a win in a bowl game. And uh, if anybody's wondering out there who has the longest drought without a bowl win in under their belt. Yeah, it's UTEP. It's the Miners. Uh, they they've uh, had this 54-year streak. It'll continue into next year. Maybe maybe they'll get it done in 55. Maybe that's the time that they can do it. Our telephone number 8805763. That's uh, our telephone number as we wind things down. Joe Chacon with the last second tweet. Another great show and season, gentlemen. Sal Montes, you know we love you too. Next year we'll be exciting when we shock the nation and take out Oklahoma. Okay, okay, Joe, chill. That will be an overnight hashtag minor talk. Hey, 
It could happen. Great to transition over to men's basketball. As always, hashtag picks up. Hashtag Brock is my OG. Appreciate Joe Chacon tweeting us on the show. Uh, one other tweet to get to the guru. Use the transfer portal or JUCO for a kick return specialist and a punt return specialist. Add a little competition to the quarterback room. With that being said, I see 2-2 two and two non-conference, 5-3, and three, 7 wins, possibly 8 for next year. Um, interesting. He's already making season predictions for next year. We haven't even seen the, the full schedule uh, with conference play. Um, not there on that side. Uh, I, I do want to mention also with this, when he says a kick return specialist, I think they may have found it in wide receiver Tyron Smith today. I like Tyron Smith a lot in the, the kickoff return game, and if they'd like to use him in that mix, uh, I think that would be an excellent spot for him to be in. So I think I, my vote is for Tyron Smith to be the kick return specialist. Also, you have to look at Walter John uh, Walter Don Jr., who will be returning to the team next year as he tries to apply for a medical red shirt. Uh, he is expected to return. If he comes back, he might be the guy to get that uh, kick return specialist job um, You know, for, for the Miners. As we continue here on Minor Talk, we got to give some awards here on the show late here uh, in Albuquerque. Again, Fresno State defeating the Miners 31-24. If you would like to weigh in, now is the time to do it. 880-5763. That's the telephone number if you would like to duck in one late phone call before we wrap things up. First off, in our drive of the game, brought to you by our great friends at the Oscar Arieta Agency. It's got to be the one when you're talking about uh, Trent Thompson, third and one. Calvin Brown holds. Everybody expects the jumbo package to be a run up the middle for Calvin. But no, he pops up, fakes the run, and he throws it to tight end Trent Thompson for a 51-yard touchdown. That is the drive of the game capped off uh, by that touchdown. The Miners were down at that point, 26-24, and uh, they just couldn't they couldn't muster enough to come back and, and win this game. But, yeah, that, that's got to be the drive of the game when you're talking about our awards here on this one. And it's brought to you by our great friends at the Oscar Addy at the Agency. Locally owned Oscar Addy at the Agency. They've got seven locations across cross El Paso from the west side all the way out to Fabens. If you need help with any of your home, auto, life, or even business insurance, contact the great team at the Oscar Arrieta Agency. They've joined us for our entire season of Minor Talk. They'll continue to join us for our Minor Talk season for men's basketball, and we really appreciate all the Oscar Arrieta Agency does for us here on Minor Talk. Also, now it's time to get to our Golden Nugget Award. This is brought to you by our friends at Legacy Wellness CBD and Legacy well, and CBD was so great, uh, gracious enough to give us a bunch of gummies that we gave away yesterday here in Albuquerque as we were broadcasting live at Santa Fe Brewing Company. Our Golden Nugget Award in this one has to go to linebacker Tyrese Knight and what in his defensive efforts. 15 total tackles in this game, six solo. He was all over the place. Tyrese Knight defensively getting our Golden Nugget Award here on Minor Talk. As we close things out, I want to wish everybody a safe trip back to El Paso in the 915. Uh, everybody, especially those who are driving late night, I, I want to wish you guys um, the utmost safety as you as you head, head back home. I know it's not that far of a drive, but still, be safe on your trip uh, back to El Paso. Let's go to Julian Segura, who's tweeted us again. Also, what can we do as a community to help create more name, image, and likeness NIL opportunities for our players? After a season like this, we should have had J Jacob Cowing meal at El Cometa hashtag minor talk 
Oh my goodness. Julian, this was an amazing tweet. <laughs> and <laughs> Jacob Cowing Meal at El Cometa. Um as community members, you can reach out. I mean, hey, why not? I, I'm no one's stopping you. No one's stopping anybody to help these these athletes get an NIL deal and work with local businesses. So if you're a business owner, if you know a local business owner, tell them, hey, why don't you sponsor one of these UTEP athletes? Why don't you have one of these UTEP athletes in a commercial and uh, you know pay them a couple hundred bucks? You you'd be surprised what you know a hundred bucks every other month would do for a college athlete like this to just post your business in their social media. So yeah, I'm with you, Julian. Uh, I like where your head is at as well, as far as thinking NILs and how the UTEP community can help them out. Um, one other tweet to get to, um, actually this was a, this was another response by Jonathan Byers, but that will pretty much do it for us here on the show. We're wrapping it up. We're turning the page, looking over to 2022 UTEP football wraps up their season at seven and six overall. They they fall today to Fresno State, 31-24. The Miners back in action next August as they take on Oklahoma on the road in Norman. For Sal Montes, who joined us in every minor talk, except for this one, and, uh, and, and my producer, Angel Munoz, I'm Adrian Broadus, saying so long. Thank you so much for listening to Minor Talk. It's been a pleasure to speak with you all as a fan base, and I can't wait to continue to do it here in the men's basketball season as we get ready for UTEP versus NC Central. It's the first game of the Don Haskins West Star Bank Sun Bowl Invitational, and that tips off on Tuesday. But for us here on 600 ESPN El Paso, we're logging off and saying so long. Thank you so much for listening to Minor Talk, brought to you by the Oscar Audi at the Agency, only on 600 ESPN El Paso. Have a great night, everybody.